Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is up, everybody? <laughs> you can hear the rain. I got the window open a little bit, so. I got the rain going in the background. Um, Yeah. So what's going on? How's everybody doing? How's everything so far? How how you been holding up through this? Through this change of the pandemic? All this, this shit. It's been overwhelming, man. All this, this, like, it's just crazy. You don't know what to really focus on. You don't know what to really put all your attention into. I mean, I feel. Because right now, like, from work or jobs or school or just anything, I guess, that you were focused on is, like, changing. Everything's changing. I've noticed that. I've noticed that, like, not just now. I mean, before was, was I mean, it's something that was always there. But I guess right now, because of the, the situation with this COVID bullshit, um, it's something that's more focused on. I guess, like, more in, in the front. <sighs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, when you focus on something, whether it be school, whether it be a relationship, whether it be... A business you started, whether it be a job that you're you're dependent on, you focus on it, and those things tend to have like a plan, right? Like, or or some type of structure where you just follow the guidelines and the rules and the steps, and you make it happen. Not more so when you're starting your own business because those things like, yeah, they have, you have to figure it out on your own and your own thing, depending on what type of business you're starting. You know, if you're really starting your own thing, that's different. If you're investing in a business and you were to buy, let's say, McDonald's or some shit and you were the owner of a McDonald's, you know, that's different. You just follow the rules that, you know, which isn't a bad thing neither, but um, you, you follow the rules, you know, like there's already stuff structured that's, that's there's a process. That's already been formulated for you to stick to that works, you know, and you don't have to really do anything. So it's like you you put all your focus into that because you see that it works. You see that it pays off. And you do the same thing with other stuff, you know, you you like if you were to be going to school. And you know what it takes and what steps you need to follow in order to get a certain type of diploma or to graduate or just to to get to the next grade. You know, like there's things that you see, it's obvious, you know, you study, you pass tests, you get good grades, you do assignments, you get extra credit or whatever the fuck. And you, you keep leveling up. It's the same thing in a business. You put in the time, you put in the work, you learn the basics, then you start learning more and you know, and you just work work your way up. There's steps. But the thing is, is that right now, 
with everything that's going on, a lot of people are forced to ask themselves, I guess, is it worth still focusing on these things? You know, like, should you fully be putting everything all into this job and this company because you want to have a position that's solidified in that company for the future in the long run? Like, do you really just want to go from regular employee to supervisor to manager to whatever the fuck? You know, CEO, founder, owner, whatever the, the hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it worth it? So many people that I know that put so much into all these jobs that as soon as the shit hit, like, they were the first ones that got let go. Yeah, they got their little, you know, maybe if they were lucky, they got like a, a little, like, package or something some money and like a reference letter or some shit I like who knows but I know it wasn't anything they expected or what they feel was equal to the amount of time energy and effort that they put in towards a company that they're not even that they're not they're not an owner of they don't really benefit anything from it but, but a fucking paycheck and the only reason they were putting in so that all that time and effort and energy was because they were comfortable enough doing the same repetitive shit every single day that they knew if they were to do it long enough, they can have a, a solid position in that company for future. Like I've worked in so many different places, like the last place that I used to work in was a nursing home. And I was literally probably one of the youngest people there at the time. And I noticed that everybody there was like, like not the people that were there no shit it's a nursing home they're gonna have elderly people there but i mean like the people who worked there were old like they were they were like yeah i've been here since i was a teenager and like they were in their fucking like 40s 50s and <clears throat> and i'm like i don't want to be like these fucking people it would bother me for me to be fucking 45 or in my 40s or 50s or, and i'm working at a place where my co-workers are literally like my age not, not not my age like well yeah my age now like i'm 30 and i like it would bother me to be working like if i was 45 and i'm working with a fucking 30 year old or or like but like in in i wouldn't want to be fucking working in foot locker no offense to anyone who works at Foot Locker, but I'm saying like, that's, yeah, that's a job that you have, but that's not a career. You get what I'm saying? And I would never want to be in a position where I'm already older and I still don't have like a career. And when I mean career, I don't mean, I don't, <clears throat> I don't want to go and do some shit for another. I want to find my own shit. Like I, I've, I've spent so much time working for other people and I've done everything and I've done it good. <clears throat> Every job that I've went at, I went at it, I took it serious, and I've worked my ass off. But then after a certain time, I noticed that it's not my thing, and then I start, and then I won't give a fuck no more, because I'm like, yo, there's no future in this, or I don't see no benefit from this, or I learned all I can, I'm not learning. You get bored, and it's like the repetitive shit, and you notice, like, yo, this isn't getting me anywhere. I've worked in warehouses, I've worked in sales, like, all those things I learned things from, but, like, when it comes to, when I worked in a nursing home, the only real experience I got from working in a nursing home is... Like, when I would talk to the actual residents who lived there. <clears throat> wow, my throat. Hold on, excuse me. Whew. Sorry. 
<clears throat> I, the only thing I would benefit from was when I would talk to the the residents that lived there, because they were older, they were wiser, you know, and a lot of them were off their rocker, as they say, <laughs> or off their meds or whatever. <clears throat> but I noticed that a lot of them would just talk about regretting a lot of things and how they wish if they were my age they'd be doing this they'd be doing that and there was a time that i was working like a good two to three jobs and i basically i knew what i had to do in the sense of what i was trying to accomplish at that time and I just got rid of all excuses or all things that were stopping me and preventing me from becoming the person that I needed to be to execute those things to do what I needed to do. And it wasn't easy. It was a mind fuck. <clears throat> but I knew I had to do it. And I did it. And I knew I had to structure my body and my mind a certain way to be able to work all these jobs and put in all those hours and and just focus and just be really focused not waste like the only way it would work is if i fully put all my time and energy toward these jobs and i i just did what i had to do i couldn't sidetrack i couldn't backstep <clears throat> i couldn't do any of that my fucking throat this shit is annoying and um yeah, so, you know, I, I started making my body accustomed to being able to function off of three hours of sleep, of only eating once a day. Sometimes it would be once every other day or some shit like that. Like, And it wasn't because I was forcing myself or whatever. It was because literally I was so focused on my time management, on getting from one place to another and making sure I was on time and making sure I punched in a certain time. Like, I was calculating everything from... The distance it took me to get from one place to another to what time I was punching in and punching out so I knew exactly what my hours were and what my check was going to be looking like and like I was just focused on all of that and that to the point that I would forget to eat. I'd forget that I, I didn't really sleep. You know what I mean? Like it would hit me at like the worst times like I'd be on the way to work. And I'd be stuck on traffic and I'd just like fucking just knock out. Like I, it was really bad. It wasn't like I would like just doze off. Like I literally knock the fuck out. Like I'd be at a light and I just. <laughs> there was once like I was on the way home from an. Uh, <clears throat> from my second job at night. And being that it was. I, I worked at a restaurant. I want to name the, the. Well I probably have named it. But whatever. I, I worked at a restaurant. And the restaurant closed like around 11. But then what you don't understand is when you work in a kitchen and when you work in a restaurant, you can't just, okay, that's it. We're closed. It's not like a bar or some shit. Like you have to wait for people to finish eating their food. And then you have to wait till all the dishes and everything come in. And then you got to break down the line as far as the, where the cooks are. Then they got to make sure like there's so much shit. There's so much shit. And so you close at 11, but then you really don't leave depending on how big the place is and how busy the day was. And what needs to get done or prepped for the day, the following day. But you, you really don't leave until like 2, 3 in the morning. Like real talk. Like you need to go to a place to close at 11. But then you don't leave till like 2, 3 in the morning sometimes. If you're lucky, you'll leave like around 1, 1 Lucky, lucky. Like if you're working with a good team. And that's the thing. Like I had to start structuring my schedule around working with people that I knew would work. 
you know, I would switch my schedule to work on shifts with people that were actually working, that I knew wanted to work and that I could work off of. And But then there were times I would be stuck on shifts with people that, that were just there, just waiting for the time to go out so that they can punch out. When meanwhile, at night, when you work in a restaurant, that's not how it works. It's not, okay, that's it. It's closed. We're leaving. No, you leave when everything is done. Like you have to, you have to put the food away. You gotta, you gotta break everything down. You gotta clean everything. You gotta make sure everything is, is the way it needs to be. You know, it's when they're dealing with food and stuff like that, it's totally different. You know, it's the same. I used to work in a movie theater. It was the same thing. <clears throat> it wasn't, all right, we closed. That's it. No, you have to wait till the last movie is actually finished. So if the movie, if there's a midnight showing of a movie and it's two or three hours long or whatever, you have to wait until that movie is officially over until everyone's the fuck out of the theater so you can clean the last theater. Sometimes, sometimes it depends what movie theater you get. <clears throat> it's for y'all, for, for y'all that don't know. Sometimes some movie theaters that could afford it and that are big enough, they have like night crews that come in and they'll properly clean the the theaters but <clears throat> damn you're my throat this is really i'm so sorry throat is bugging out today i don't know what's going on <clears throat> i did smoke a shitty ass joint earlier so i think that's that's what it is <clears throat> but um yeah so in the movie theaters like that, that's that's what they do and they'll have uh night crews coming in and clean everything up but then during the day the people that are working there in between movies they have to go in and clean the best that they can real quick and get the popcorn and bullshit that they leave like i did all that and when you're doing when you do all that it's like it's it's fucking you you know that there's like a certain system behind it i forgot what the fuck i was talking about <laughs> just, how do we get to the movie theaters um cleaning up everything and oh yeah it, you have to wait you have to wait for for um you know you can't just leave you know it's at a certain time so it's like even at the movie theaters when i worked there i was in high school or whatever and um i would work late hours and then i'd go to school early in the morning or whatever and it really wasn't anything it wasn't anything it wasn't like i was busting my ass it was a movie theater it wasn't that crazy yes it was annoying because it was like repetitive shit but after being there like it was like one of my first jobs so it was very comfortable you know what i mean i started working there after i got the gist of how things were i started getting other people i knew a job there you know what i'm saying and it just became a thing of uh, after i became cool with everyone there it's like you you have a flow you start knowing what shifts are good what days are going to be a good day and everything and it just became a really fun environment like working at the movie theater in in the huntington village was literally by far one of the best jobs I've ever had in my life. And, and I really enjoyed it. And mostly it was because of the people who worked there. And I learned a lot. But then it got to a point that it, it started changing. It went from feeling like working with friends and being like with family and stuff. And actually just like enjoying your job. And then it started becoming real corporate. You know, corporate people started coming, of course. And um, they started changing things. They wanted things to look more. The movie theater went from looking like a real movie theater to looking like a bootlegged Apple store or some shit. Like, it was just fucking... They tried too hard. And they just changed. And then they got real strict about certain things. And then they... they it just became a thing of, like, no one can talk. Don't talk to each other. Don't... Everything needs to be serious. Just the customer. Don't... 
And it just became a thing like, yeah, we understand that. But the way it worked before is like we just worked with each other. We had a good time. We enjoyed each other's company. We would talk. But like, you know, we played. But we had we worked, but we had fun. You get what I'm saying? And then it got to the point where it was just like it became a, a like a burden. I guess you could say of going to work and knowing that you had to go to work and like you I don't know man like it, it just it sucked it sucked you started regretting going to work you started regretting working there and I hated it and then after that that started the cycle of me going from job to job and being used to the whole thing of going to a job being comfortable being there for a while and after getting used to how things were so I had my own way of doing shit and just basically flying under the radar to stay comfortable <clears throat> and it's not until you start growing older that you start noticing that everything has a pattern and you just get used to these patterns but the whole point that i wanted to make with this podcast is why i started in, in the beginning it's like why don't you have a plan yourself the same way that mcdonald's has a plan the same way that the school has a, a curriculum planned out for the whole semester or whatever the fuck the same way that amazon has a, a plan of how to get their products and ship it to you on time or track it or apple has a, a a structured plan of you know you buy the laptop and then you buy the fucking keyboard and the mouse and then you know what i'm saying like the, the dumb shit but they they found their way to do it you know what i'm saying to make it their little systematic shit why is it you can't make your own plan or do you have a plan why haven't you made one that's that's literally what I wanted to talk about today. Sorry. Um yeah, so I I started noticing this because of the fact that <clears throat> as time went on, even before the podcast, I noticed there was a lot of things I wanted to do and I would make the mistake if anyone is listening, please don't make the mistake of making digital fucking to-do lists. Those do not fucking work. Those don't work. Just don't. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how many alarms you set or reminders. Fuck all that shit. Get a fucking piece of paper. Write it down. I got. I write my shit down. I don't know how many times throughout the week. Even if I already wrote it down somewhere. Whenever I think about it again and I feel like I'm neglecting it. I write it down again. Just to make myself know like physically in my head once I write it down. And I put it on paper. It exists. It's somewhere. It's out there. It has to happen. I got to get it done. You know, I got a dry erase board here in the studio that has a big calendar on it. I put my plan out for the, the month or whatever. I go day by day of what I want to do, what days I plan on releasing podcasts, um, what days I plan on recording, what days I plan on uh, promoting, what days I plan on reaching out to people, what days I plan on trying something new or learning something like I try to focus each day something like that and don't get me wrong every day doesn't come out exactly how i planned it out but i still do something that day being that i wrote it down <clears throat> like i said i wrote it down on my dry erase board then i have a marble notebook that I, I i have multiple marble notebooks i have ones that i write my lyrics in i have ones that i i draw in i have other ones that i just write random stuff in like ideas for like either uh music videos or movies or cartoons or like just random shit like i'm always thinking of fucking shit so i like i have an idea book and then i have like a blueprint book of where all the ideas that i have in the idea book or whatever if it's something that's really repetitive in my head that comes up a lot i'll make a plan for it and then i'll structure it or if not i think about it so much in my head that i start coming up with a plan in my head that's repetitive 
And it's like a song. It's like a, a hearing an instrumental, and you keep hearing it, and you keep trying to memorize the lyrics in your head over and over or whatever the fuck. And it's like every time you hear it, it's like it's it's like a, a trigger. You automatically start saying those lyrics. It's like the same thing with the thoughts that I get and the ideas for these 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 ideas for these plans. And like I start going down this rabbit hole, and then I start memor I start noticing that I have something memorized for it. Like yeah, if you do this, it this, and then this will work, and then that'll go this, and this will go this way, and I start just coming up with this shit. So I'll start putting it in my blueprint, my my blueprint book, where I have like a blueprint structure of an idea of like okay, this is the idea, this is the the point behind it, this is how it could work, and make it happen. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll have like a time frame idea of how I should do it or when's the best time to start or depending on what it is. Like, um, for example, um, I've mentioned it in the last podcast. Uh, the holidays are coming up. I'm want to try to make I want to try to do something to make extra money, you know. So I know around the holidays, people are always drinking coquito. I know another thing right now with the coquito shit is that fucking uh what the fuck are they called? Bacardi's coming out with a fucking... They've been had that shit, whatever. I'm not... But I want to do my own shit where it's really affordable, but it's really good, and it really gets you fucked up. You know what I mean? Like an actual... Something that's actually made for people to really enjoy themselves, and it's focused on the flavor and the taste and the... the it's not just, oh, it's coquito, let's just make some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like a cheeseburger or a hot dog. Everybody can... Anyone, anyone right now can go on Craigslist and buy a fucking food cart shit and go sell hot dogs and whatever. Yeah, it, it, you have to go get a fucking vendor's license and everything, but straight off the cuff, you can just go start selling, selling hot dogs and burgers and sodas and shit until, until you get stopped or get a fine or whatever. Hustle, make some money, get enough money to go and get the, the vendor's license, get a vendor's license, then go back on the street. Then instead of having one food cart, being that you know that it worked and your little process got you enough money to get the vendor's um, certificate or vendor's license or whatever, now you go get another cart because now you know you could double up on that. You know what I'm saying? You find a way to make $10, you do that enough until you make $100. Then you find a way to make $100. Then you do that enough times until you make $1,000. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's, it's easier said than done, yes. But the concept is not that complicated to grasp. And it's no different than with anything else. It's just like a structured plan. It's that people tend to not look at it like that. And they tend to make it more complicated or make it seem like it's more difficult than what it really is. Because they don't want to put in that effort of actually figuring it out themselves. They rather, that's why everyone like tunes into these YouTube videos or these podcasts or, or is always on Instagram and stuff. They see all these people doing like these fabulous things or living these magnificent lives and shit like that. And like, oh, they're so stress free and happy and comfortable and they do whatever they want. But it's like that thing that they say I saw my homie posted up um, the other day. Like, yo, don't don't compare yourself to anybody else or don't feel pressured by, you know, social media or whatever, because no one's posting their failures. And it's true. I believe a lot of more a lot more people should because it should show other people that it's okay and it's normal but no one is posting up their failures they're just putting up all the good shit so everyone tends to look at this shit and think oh it's so it's good all the time from beginning to end so then when they try to do their own thing or they try to mimic or follow in that person's footsteps and they get hit with a bump in the road they're like oh god it wasn't like this for that person little do you know you know what i mean but it's just everyone tends to think there's like a cheat code or some way to get over the actual part of working 
and putting in the work or paying your dues or actually learning. I I had to learn, man. I didn't just get a fucking podcast. Like I had to learn. I had to go, go, go get the name. Then I started noticing other people came up with the name. I had to get. The, I had to own the name. I own clocking out. No one fucking owns it. I own it. You know what I'm saying? So all these other people, like, I don't give a fuck. I can easy, easily send them a cease and desist type shit to, like, but I'm not an asshole. I'm not making it, like, whatever. If it becomes an issue later on down the line, I know I'm, I have my, I'm covered. So it's whatever. But I had to learn. I didn't just have this little studio set up where it's comfortable now. I had to do it in my house, in, in the basement, in my little ass bedroom. Like, it was embarrassing kind of like because they would hear me upstairs and i would like always hold back on what i was saying or when i would record and i felt like i couldn't be me but it takes a while you have to go through those steps that's what a lot of people don't tend to show or tell you that's why i have more respect for people who are more hands-on with shit or more um open you know what i mean when you want to do things like like start your own brand or or you have to uh, like or even your own business or anything like that especially if you're going to use social media as like the main um building you know what i mean the main foundation of building this you have to build a brand you have to build something whether you're an artist whether you're a company whether whatever it is you have to build something from scratch and you have to start by using something whether it's your face your likeness or someone else's or whatever it is but you have to understand that that's the whole point but you need to have a plan behind it so that it doesn't just fall on to this thing and then if that thing doesn't work out what are you gonna do it's just it's with everything not just with business or what you want to do in life but it's like recently i've i wake up every morning at 5 30 5 30 in the morning you know i do a light workout just because um and it's not even to be in shape i'm gonna be 100 honest with you which is why i need to change it i need to actually have a plan at the workouts that i do are normal, it's just for my body and everything like the way i have my room structured is literally set up so that it's comfortable for people to be there it's not comfortable for me it's comfortable for working it's comfortable for space like it's my kids do e-learning so i have it set up so it's it's like a futon shit and then it turns into a sofa so if ever I have company or if ever my kids are there, like I have limited space, so they have enough space to play. They have enough space to be comfortable. You know, it's not like a bed. It doesn't look like a fucking bedroom. It just looks like a huge ass living room. It's like a studio apartment type shit. And so I make do with what I have. I wake up early in the morning. I make myself coffee. I take a cold shower to make sure I'm fully awake, you know, helping my, my blood circulate and everything like that, especially with my neck and back pains that I've been having. But that's the reason I started doing workouts and things like that was because of my neck and back pain to help with that. And but the thing is, I noticed I'm not as active as I used to be, being that I used to work so much. I was always moving. I was always doing one thing at one job. And then I was always moving around at one job. And then if I was in place at one job, I was always lifting shit or like, you know, what I'm saying like so my whole body was being used. <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> But I'm saying all the muscles in my body were, were were activated, were being used. So my metabolism up was up, my blood flow was up, like everything. Everything is just like going, you know. And to go from that to where all this shit happened and everything's a real slow ass pace. I'm not as active as much. I notice my body feels more like worn out, more torn down, more like draggy. 
And I need to change that. I need to change the shit that I'm eating. I'm always eating the fast shit that's on the go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's somewhat as healthy, like the, the salads and all that shit like that. But then there's days I'll go eat a burrito. Or if the places that I know would, would make some healthy shit or shit that's not that bad. Because I'd really rather not go to, like, a fast food place. I'd rather go to, like, a mom and pop type shit. And one, to support. And two, it's it's like someone's making your shit. It's not like some processed bullshit that they just dipped in a fryer or in a microwave or whatever. And like, here you go. But I'm human, so when you're rushed for time or whatever, you don't have patience and you wait till like the last minute when you're really starving and your fucking stomach acids are eating up at your damn fucking belly button, you get whatever's fast and quick. So you'll eat a Hot Pocket or you'll, you'll fucking go to McDonald's or Checkers or Taco Bell, whatever the fuck that's quick and eat, you know what I mean, just to get it over with. But I need to change that, you know, and so I've been working on that, um... But it's all about a plan. I need to have a plan. I need to have something structured. So I, I just wanted to see if people had a plan. You know, like, what's your plan? You want to do so much. Like, there's this other chick that I know who I'm cool with who, who's who been going through some shit. And she hit me up. And, you know, what I mean, basically, it's just like what I'm talking about. And she says, she's like, oh, I've listened to your podcast. And it's so, like, it's you're, you're honest. You're real. What you're saying is so true. Like, I'm getting fed up with this and this and blah, blah, blah. And she's been looking towards the whole cooking thing. And she wants to cook and she wants to. So I told her, yo, why don't you just stay focused on that? Do whatever you got to do and work your job to pay whatever you got to pay with. So you're stable and you're good. But at the same time, put in that extra work instead of watching Netflix and sitting and, and yo, put in that extra work. Read a book on what it is you want to do. You want to cook? All right. So then you don't want to read a book. That's not what interests you. So then go in the kitchen and start cooking some shit. Fuck around with recipes. Instead of watching Netflix, watch some shit on how to cook something you never tried before. And then later on that week, try it out. You know what I'm saying? But just stick to putting some energy towards the direction of what you really want to do. And you'll see that the little steps you'll take start turning into big steps. And those big steps start turning into big results. But you have to have a plan. It's a step-by-step thing. The thing is that a lot of people think it's just, oh, I want to do this. All right, so just join this, sign here, and just do this for this many hours and this on this day, and then that's it. You're done. Like, no, man, you got to, you have to figure it out. You want to do something you want to do, then you're the one that has to go through the process of trials and tribulations and trying to figure out what works and doesn't work to make your plan for your business your product your you know what i'm saying your brand whatever it is that the fuck that you're trying to do but you'll be in full control of it but you have to make a plan for it i had to set up some shit for the podcast i had to set up i'm i'm still gonna do music i've been working on that on the side but you know i'm going about it differently than the way i used to in the past the podcast is a I still, I still need to do the interviews with the artists and everything like that that I've been wanting to do. The podcast still isn't anywhere near what I really want. It's just getting towards it. But I want to have artists on here. I want to just focus on shedding light on independent artists and being positive and shedding and sharing knowledge. Beneficial shit for people who are like me trying to make something from nothing and felt like they just didn't have enough support like yes there's the internet and there's enough but why why is it i can't reach out like you know what i'm saying i can reach out to certain people and they'll answer but yeah you know it's oversaturated they're truly popular so like they'll get a thousand fucking people hitting them up a day so it's hard 
I just want to have it where it's like, all right, yeah, there's Gary Vaynerchuk, there's there's fucking Casey Neistat, there's 50 Cent, there's Eminem, there's Dr. Dre, there's Snoop Dogg, just to name like a couple of people that I know, that I see on my shit, that I look um, on, on social media or whatever, that I see so many people want to like reach out to and everything, but my whole thing is like, yo, there's respect to them and for what they've done, but focus on the people who are basically like them that are in your reach. You get what I'm saying? Everybody knows a person like 50 Cent in real life. Everyone knows a person like Gary Vaynerchuk or who's like Casey Neistat. Everyone knows a person who's like Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at what you have around you and try to use what you have at your disposal to the best ability that you can. To the, the full capacity that you can. And use all of it. And once you absorb all of that and you use up all your resources, then move on to the next thing. But a lot of people want to jump to the bigger and better thing already. And they haven't even done the basics. Like, they're not even ready. They want to go jump into the ring and fight the champion. Yet they haven't even done any training or sparred. Or they don't know how it feels to get hit. You get what I'm saying? They don't know how it feels to hit. They think that hitting one person is the same as hitting anybody. You can hit one person and it feels like a pillow. And you hit another person, they'll feel like a fucking brick wall. Like, you can get hit by a person and it'll feel like you're getting slapped in the face. And you can get hit by another person and it'll feel like you got hit by a truck. You get what I'm saying? Like, you don't know. But the only way you're going to know is by getting in there and, and actually taking a swing at it. And trying and taking your hits and taking your lumps and falling and getting back up. And I know all these references are all fucking shit that you all probably heard before but it's the truth but when you have a, a plan you don't really stress about getting hit you don't stress about falling you don't stress about because you know you're expecting something not to go right which is why you have a plan you're expecting things not to go right you're not expecting to give up but when you don't have a plan or something and you're, and you're thinking everything's going to go okie-dory 24-7, yeah, you know, you could do that and it'll get you somewhere. But then the, the moment that something turns left or doesn't go the way that you want it to, you're going to be shitting your bricks. You're going to be like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And either you're going to panic and fuck up and make a bad decision or you're just going to give up and bail and run away. But when you have a plan or you know enough, like, you're comfortable. You'll get comfortable in these uncomfortable situations. And I keep trying to tell people that, like, yo, you just got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you'll become a fucking beast. Get comfortable with being embarrassed. Get comfortable with not knowing what the fuck you're doing. Get comfortable with trying and fucking up. Right now, there's so many people, when I put my podcast up, there's exes that look at my shit. And I know in my head sometimes I'm like, well, why are they looking at my shit? Like I haven't talked to them like, and, and they look at my shit. There are people that I have blocked for certain reasons that go out their way to like try to find a way. And I still see that they look at my shit or they listen or they tune in or it comes in my head sometimes. And I think about it like, damn, they're probably talking shit. Or what if they don't like it? Or what are they saying? Or what are they telling someone else? Or why are they? But then I get to it like, why should I give a fuck? I'm not like they weren't even a thought. I wasn't looking at them. I wasn't interested. So why do I give a fuck about what they're saying? At the end of the day, something sparked their interest to go look at me and listen or click or whatever it is. So it's like, clearly I'm on their mind. Good or bad, I'm on their mind. And I just look at it like that. I did something to stay on someone's mind after all this fucking time. <laughs> there's exes. There's there's B 
people actually don't fuck with. And in my head, I'm like, yo, like, I don't, why? You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it sparked their interest or whatever. Because it's me. If I were to see someone that I don't get along with or something, I'm not going to lie. And I heard that they got famous or had a show or was doing something. I It would spark my interest probably, depending, depending on what it is. But I don't think I would go out my way to really go look for it. Because I see these people, they go like... And in my head, I'm like, yo, are they actually listening? Are they just talking shit? Are they, or they'll look at my stories or they'll, and then it gets me thinking, I'm like, but why? You don't talk to me. You don't reach out. You don't like any of the other things that I post, but you're watching 24 <laughs> seven. Oh, this is kind of weird, son. But it makes me think. And then I'm like, yo, why should I give a fuck? Like those things make you sidetrack. But then I get back on my plan and I'm like, yo, I got a plan. I was expecting this. You can't expect to do what I'm trying to do with a podcast or music and try to get attention and think you can have, was it anonymity? Is that how you say it? Where you're like, just like invisible and like you, you can keep your life secret. Like that's the weird shit. I want to do this in order so I can disappear and not have to worry about nobody. But in order to do this, I have to be real public and make my life real open. In the sense of being real and being upfront, you know what I'm saying? And that's something a lot of people aren't willing to do. But I got to get comfortable with that. Because in order to be a music artist, I have to be used to being in front of the camera, on the spotlight, or having all eyes on me, or in, and having every move I do watch. I would like to be in movies and act and all this shit. In order to do that, I have to be used to being put in these vulnerable and uncomfortable situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have, there's certain things you have to be comfortable with. In order to do certain things that you want to do in life. And until you get over that fear of being uncomfortable, you're not going to get anywhere. And I feel like one step to get you closer to being comfortable with being uncomfortable is having a plan. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope that there was something beneficial in here for you. I love you guys. Stay safe. Stay positive. Keep moving forward. Make a plan. Make a plan. Make a plan. Make a plan. Batman ain't never fucking scared. Why? Because Batman got a fucking plan, man. So make a fucking plan. I love y'all. Stay safe. Thank you for tuning in. Catch y'all on the next one.